Kara's here. Hi, Kara. Hello, everyone. Hello. Hi guys. Hello. <laughs> How's everybody? Good. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Excellent. So this episode knocked it out of the park, right? Like I was ready, but I was not ready for what we got tonight. This was the premiere, right? Yeah. Like this is complete insanity. All and then the bombshell dropped at the end. I don't even know where to start. Like, honestly, this is just insane. Like, the producers are at home right now, super excited about the work that they have put in because this is crazy. I was not expecting this type of drama. And it even started off really real and, like, emotional, right? With Amanda and the story of her um, husband and then how she was moving on and the kids asking questions about, you know, what was going on. It was really crazy. So where do you guys want to start? Because I got a million things to say about everything. So where do you guys want to start? Best season premiere ever. Yes. Yes. Right? Yes. It ended. Yes. And I, I was like, <laughs> wow, this I is crazy. For the first time, I was actually sad it was over. Me too. The <laughs> yeah. Three. I was open for a three-hour premiere. Yeah. It was just so crazy. And I, so I want to... um. I want to jump in a little bit and talk about Amanda, right? From She's from Louisiana, but she was visiting her sister from Marietta, Ohio. Yeah. And we heard her um, story of what happened with her husband and how kind of abrupt it kind of happened. It was very fast. Yeah. And we feel for her because her, her kids and her, they're going through a lot. And her sister kind of was voicing how she thinks this is just crazy and it's too fast how she's moving on. And again, I want to like say grieving is different for everyone and i do think that we grieve in our own ways like i'm not a crier but like i do grieve yeah. so it's like i know that it looks different for everyone but what is your opinion on her finding a new guy and then within four months she's saying i love you and she's going to romania to see rosvan and then we're going to talk about his employment and stuff yeah. i just want to get your first impressions of like her doing this crazy and her her idea of getting on a plane and leaving her kids for three weeks to go meet this guy. Like, what, what, is, what do you think? I think it's crazy. And how sad for the kids, in my opinion. You know, their dad left and didn't come back. So now mom's leaving. I'm sure they have some kind of deep-rooted fear. That's just sad. And on top of that, I mean, all this is happening within a year. Like, um, she stated that they have been dating for four months. Um, so she was looking within the first six months. I mean, who does that? That is disrespectful. I already don't like her. Yeah. That's disrespectful. And then she's already up and leaving her children. Yeah. Who does that? I mean, like you said, everybody grieves in their own way, but that's, that's disrespectful. Hands down. That's disrespectful. I, I like so it doesn't it doesn't help that her late husband said that he wanted her to find love after he passed away that doesn't help you still think it's just too fast if i was going on live tv of course that's something i would say i would be like yeah my husband wanted me to move on so i don't look like a you know 
he wanted me to move on. He told me that's what he wants me to do. So I immediately had him cremated and then got into a relationship, just like he requested. You know, that's just what you say. Yeah. So let's talk about Rosbon. So what do we think of this 26-year-old TikToker who he's also an actor, but most of the acting that he did was very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Risque, right? Like even his TikToks seem a little risque. So I was like, this guy is probably on OnlyFans. She didn't say that he was, but that was my first thought. I was like, so he's probably on OnlyFans. You know, we've seen this type of risque content before. And I was just like, I don't think that he should be talking to the kids. I saw a lot of people on Twitter and they were like, he shouldn't be talking to the kids yet. This is way too early. You've never met him in person. Like you could go over there and things go south. And then that's another guy that the kids aren't going to see again. So I feel like there's nothing wrong with her looking for love and trying to see if this is the right person. But including the kids in it, I think it's really soon, right? Well, yeah, absolutely. Too soon. Yeah, and his, I don't know, his, his TikToks and his prof, profession, <laughs> his, <laughs> I don't know, his acting career, is he really acting or is he making a video? Like, I feel well, like he's just, oh. He said something about filming a music video and singing, but then he also said acting and then he said um, TikTok. There's so many, I don't know where to go with mm -hmm. it. And I don't know if he's, he's not over there to know because you know, there's people that do TikToks that have a lot of views and followers, but they're not really singers or actors. You know, they just do TikToks. They're not really doing much other than that. So I don't know. And I feel like he's, he's very immature, yeah. right? Because when she was talking to him about the kids and being a father to the kids. He was like, well, I'll play with the kids. Yeah. And I was like, the kids, um, you're 26, sir. Like the kids don't need a friend that's 26. The kids would need a stepdad, yeah. right? Like they don't need a friend. Anybody can play friend. with kids. Right. I mean, but he, I was like, they can find someone to play with them in the park, by their house, at school, on the playground. They're going to need a stepdad from you. And it's like, if you're not ready to do that, please leave Amanda alone, yeah. right? Like let her move on and find a guy that's in that state that's ready to be that person for her kids because i'm super nervous for them because the kids are so vulnerable right now and they really are looking for that love and acceptance and i just want it to be pure and honest and it's like is he cheating on her like what's going on because all of these videos and she's not happy about the trailers and she's not happy about all the stuff that she sees. he sees it's like female actors mm -hmm. that he's always filming content with and it's like, you can film content with anybody. It doesn't yeah. always have to be females. You don't always have to be laying on top of them, right? Like there's just a lot of questions here and I can't wait for her to land in Romania so we can kind of get a little more background on what's really going on because I really hope that things work out for her. I know that they won't, I don't, I don't know, but I know that they won't, but her story really touched. It was a lot for me. I was like, right at the beginning of the show, it was like a lot because you know, we sit down, we have our drinks, we have our snacks. We're not ready for anything that real. And I feel like we got hit with some real stuff. Like that story that she told us was very heartbreaking. So I'm hoping for the best for her because she's been through a lot. Well, she was actually, couldn't hardly speak through the entire thing because she was crying. So she's clearly not ready to move on. He, she said, are you ready to be a stepfather? And he's like, well, I can't replace their dad. I'll be their friend. Well, that's not how that works. That's not how any of this works. None of it, none of it at exactly. all. Exactly. If you can't even say a sentence without crying, yep. you're not healed.
And how do you expect to be in another relationship when you're not even healed yourself? Yep. That's true. You're right. She couldn't get any of that story out without getting emotional. And that it's true. Like if you're mourning, telling the story back is going to be super difficult. And that was really hard for her. She literally had to stop the interview a couple of times because it was just too raw and fresh for her to relive. So I do think that finding a guy this quickly and then going to see him this quickly, I know it might feel like, oh my gosh, I found somebody who's going to love me and I don't feel so sad anymore. But that feeling of sadness that you feel is always going to be there until you process it. And I think that her sister said it best. She's like, I think you're just trying to move fast and not mourn and pretend like this horrible thing didn't happen to you and your family and you're going to move on and find happiness. That's not, if that was possible, trust me, we would all do it. Whenever something horrible happened in our lives, we would all do that. We pretend like it didn't happen and chase after the next thing that's going to make us happy, but it doesn't work that way. She's trying to fill in a void. Yep. So what do you think about Riley? So we, we talked about Riley and Violet and Riley is the jazz enthusiast. Um, from Pennsylvania, and he's a veteran. And he told us about the last couple relationships that he had. And one of them, he said that the woman had a guy that he introduced her to in her house. She wouldn't open the door. He's hiding in the closet. Then the next relationship, she said she was going to go to Philadelphia to pick up some things. And he had, like, looked at engagement rings, and she never came back. Yeah. So he's had, like, a pretty rough situation with exes and we met violet who was very beautiful for 43 she looked really young right yeah. I felt like she looked super young but like she wasn't super honest with him because when they met for like four months she was still legally married and then when he asked her about it she wasn't like super honest about it because she i mean she probably looked at it like well i'm getting divorced the process is in in motion I don't have to tell you like the whole story, but you kind of do. Yeah. Like if you're engaged or married, I think that's something you disclose to someone. Or even if it just ended, they want to know, you know, because if you're like still legally married, some people are against that. They're like, if you're still married, even on paper, I don't want to start a relationship with you because you have to finish that chapter before you can open a new chapter. So I feel like her not being honest that early in the relationship is like a huge red flag for me. Yeah, I agree. Yes, totally, totally. I have some serious trust issues. I mean, he already has trust issues. He said it himself. And then now you're starting a relationship on a lie. It's it's not going to go good. It's not. And he's too scared to say um, that he loves anybody because he said that every time he says it, they leave him. But yeah. dating someone that, play, you know, it's opposite day every day. Yeah. <laughs> I liked um, his friend. Literally. His friend's wife, Tiffany, she was like the female version of me because she's like, you're really going there? You're really doing this? Like, she was the skeptic. And I was like, we all need that one friend who's going to call us out and be like, look, everybody else is being supportive, but I'm going to be real with you real quick. This is crazy, and I don't agree with it, and I think it's going to go horribly. I love that friend who just tells me how it is because all your friends are like, oh, you should chase your dreams. You should do it. You'll do great. And then they get you up in front of people and you make a fool of yourself. You need that one friend like Tiffany who's like, look, this is stupid and you shouldn't be doing this. You shouldn't be getting on anybody's airplane and going to any Vietnam or wherever. Like, this is ridiculous. And she's just being real. And I think sometimes you need to be grounded like that and be told, you know, look, think about what you're doing. Like in your mind, you're not, you're seeing love and you're seeing happiness. I'm seeing real logical 
situations. And I think that's a good thing. But I feel like he's still going to chase his dream. And I, I don't know how I feel about him. I feel like I didn't get enough information about Violet tonight yeah. to really know what was going on. So I have to keep watching. But I have a, a feeling that things aren't what they seem. Yeah. Red flag. He seems like, honestly. Yes. He really, he just seems like the nicest guy. He seems like he's got some serious trust issues. He needs somebody here that he can talk to face to face, that it's an hour or two flight. Mm. Done. I don't like it. I'll rent a car and drive home. Can't do that if you go to Vietnam. Yeah, it's, it's a yeah. lot. So are we excited that Gino and Jasmine are back? I was excited. Were you guys excited? Where do you stand with Gino and Jasmine? Are you fans of Gino and Jasmine? Are you not I, fans? I love Jasmine. I love her. Okay, good. So we're on the same page. Dee Dee, where do you stand? Are you a Jasmine fan, Gino fan, both? Neither? <laughs> like I tweeted, make it stop. <laughs> so, okay, so perfect. Oh my gosh, did you see my tweet? His laugh, I have always said this, his laugh sounds like fingernails on a chalkboard. I was like, oh my gosh, please make it stop. Yeah. Like, I can't do it. I can't do it. He's um, mind this season, though, with with her being, well, even in contact with an ex, let alone being his neighbor. If now you go back to when they were first on, mm -hmm. she flipped out over everything. If he even breathed in the direction of another woman, she had a meltdown. Yes. How is he going to react if when he finds out that this ex Dane is is a thing? And he's next door. Does he even yeah, he know that that is nope. her ex? Yeah, he does. I don't even think they know. I mean, I don't even think he knows. I mean, I like um, Jasmine. You know, I, I I did in the beginning, but now this season, I'm like, she's so two faced, she and is she there. is so she's two faced, and she is what's the word I'm looking for? She's fake. She is yeah. fake. Because how can how can you be okay? She's another Danielle to yeah. me. Yeah. How can you how can you live in the same building, go to lunch, and have a friendship with your ex? But last uh, last season, um, when Gino told her that he was in in a friendship with his ex, she flipped the switch. Yeah. It was yeah. not okay. But so, did send nude photos of her to his ex. Yeah, so, he did. But what I remember about her flipping out was she wanted to redecorate his apartment when she gets to America. And he said, whatever, you know, we don't have to rush on that. And she said, well, who decorated it? And he said his ex, his ex-wife. Yeah. And she lost her mind. And he wasn't even talking to her. So I think that, I mean, they're having issues in the bedroom now wait until you find out that your issues in the bedroom are going to be your ex-boyfriend well do y'all remember why is she okay telling her ex that like and then she all the stuff she was telling the doctor why would you tell your doctor that i mean i didn't remind me it reminded me of angela do you remember when angela would tell oh my god can forget yes, angela I I she would even tell her lawyer yes of stuff that she would just be like oh her and michael about her their sex life and i was like this reminds me of angela like a lot because she was just telling the doctor and the doctor was like 
I don't need to know anything non-medical about you and your fiance, like non-medically, like about you specifically, I don't need to know that. But he was just like, I want to help you, whatever you want, but I don't need to know about his issues yeah. or your issues. And wait, do you guys remember, like, when they were on the last season, she made him report where she was and he had to have his location on. So when she was out with Dane, the first thing I thought was, does Gino know where you are? Right? Because I was like, when you, he would go, like, to a restaurant to pick up takeout and she would have to be on FaceTime because the cashier was a female. Yep. So she had to make sure that the interaction between he and the female cashier at the restaurant was not unapproved, I guess, by her. So I was like, how is it that she's had a whole, like, lunch or whatever with this person? And no one is asking why she can't figure out where he is. Yep. And I'm yeah. just like, I don't know. Like you said, it, it seems very two-faced. It seems very um, one-sided. And the fact that she didn't tell Gino where she found the apartment because she was like, well, Gino's going to pay for the apartment. He just doesn't know where I found it. He doesn't know that it's my ex who, the last person that she was intimate with or whatever. She, he doesn't know that. I'm like, and then she's not going to tell him because he was like, is it going to be weird if I see him or we are interacting? And she's like, if you interact, you're like, if you, like, it was like an if. It's like, well, you won't necessarily have to act weird because he won't know. And I'm like, that doesn't seem fair because she knows everything about Gino, no matter where he was, what he was doing, who he was talking to. And again, nobody is saying that Gino is fine for sending those naked pictures to her ex or his ex or whatever. That wasn't okay, but it still needs to be an equal relationship. Everybody yeah. should be on the same page and everybody should be able to have the same expectations out of each other. And then, like you said, she has high expectations of him and then she's just supposed to be able to do whatever she wants. Yeah. And also I kind of dig because he keeps saying or has saying that the visa is 30 days out, 30 days out. It sounds like that's not the first time that he said it. Mm -hmm. yep. I guess since this is the last time you're going to say it, I'm going to make you pay for one more month of the luxury apartment, which you're going to pay for every time you tell me it's 30 days out. But for him to pay three grand for her apartment, that's insane. Well, I have a question then, or, okay. How can I say this? Um, my brain just went blank. So <laughs> this, this episode has just really got me. Okay. Has he even really applied for it? Like, Honestly, because if you if you listen to what he said, she he still has to tell her where he's at, what he's doing there. Uh, he got a full time job. She's upset. She's mad at him all the time because they can't talk like they used to. And then he said that um, whenever he goes back over there on this trip, it's going to let him know if they really have a future together or not. So did he really? um apply for it and if he did did he maybe um pause it a little bit i mean just to see if where their relationship is going yeah that's, i agree i mean that's I think he did either many red flags with that yeah that's a good question because she did say that he didn't use a lawyer which i think is the first time not very many people will do this process without an immigration lawyer approving um the application because one mistake on your application can get you denied and then you can't reapply for a certain amount of time. Yeah. So it's very interesting 
that you said that because she said that he didn't use a lawyer. He insisted that he do everything himself. She's never even seen any paperwork being completed. He did everything himself. So that's interesting you said that. What if the paperwork has never been filed? Yeah. What if he's just telling her that there's, you know, a date that's never going to happen? And when you said that, I was like, I kind of see where Jasmine was coming from because she's like, you tell me the same thing over and over and I'm tired of it. I'm tired of waiting. I want to yeah. start our life together. And if you're not going to be honest about when that is going to be, is it okay, you know, for her to just move on? I kind of think it is. If you're not being honest with somebody and you're wasting your time and you're wasting their time, it's okay for them to get impatient and, and say that they might want to move on without you because honesty is the foundation of the relationship and there's no honesty there. If he really didn't file that paperwork, he should just tell her that. Also, I don't remember how old her kid or kids were, but is he planning on bringing them all over? Wait, Jasmine has a kid? Yeah. Yes. That's the that's the main thing she's talking about wanting to be a virgin again. Yeah. That's what she wanted her daughter to do, make her a virgin. That's why. Oh my gosh. I kind of forgot about her daughter because they don't really show her much. I know she has a little sister. No, she made the comment at the doctor today. I want to be a virgin because my uh, poo nanny will never, or my poo poo nanny, whatever she called it, will never. <laughs> What was it? Poo poo nana? I don't remember. But she said it will never be not the same after you have kids. She did say that. Oh my gosh. I, I completely missed that. When, when, when her and um, Gino is um, being intimate, just. <laughs> oh, yeah. She gave us a very visual. That was very visual. I think she called it dead. She said it was just flopping around and dead. Yeah. And I think it's interesting that. Gino said that they fight so much, so that turns him off. Is it me? Or I thought when people fight, that kind of gets you guys more. Yeah, yeah okay. So I yeah. thought that that was really interesting because isn't that people say you fight so you can make up? Yeah. So I was like, I why is it that? Right, right. So when Gino said that they fight too much, that's why that he can't be intimate with her. I was like, imagine having a woman that looks like Jasmine and you can't be intimate with her because you're fighting. I was like, isn't that kind of the the heat in relationships is the arguments when you're always happy? I heard when you're always happy, you always get along. That's when the drive goes down. That's what yeah. I heard. I mean, I don't know. I'm no relationship expert. Neither so this is what just what I thought. Neither am I. But even the doctor was like, well, if it doesn't work out, here's my phone number. <laughs> you know, right? Like, that was my tweet. I was like, imagine having a fiance that looks like Jasmine and you're not intimate with her. And she's complaining because she wants you to be intimate with her more. I was like, imagine having those problems. Right. Like men, I, that could be your problems, right? Because right. usually it's always the other way around. First of all, you can't even get a woman that looks like Jasmine. First of all, that's off the table. Well, Second of, right, then you get her and then you can't even satisfy her because you don't even want to touch her. What is this? Yeah. Also, she mentioned that the ex, he's rich, he's good looking, he's blah, 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 but he was boring. He didn't bring the fire. I'm sorry. I haven't seen any fire out of Gino at all. He, Not even a little bit of fire. He doesn't even, what'd she say? He doesn't even come <laughs> inside on, her. Come on, Didi, tell, tell me. Right. <laughs> you I, got this. I can't, I can't with this. this <laughs> Come on, give it to she me. She said he doesn't finish. <laughs> She's like, you can't even come inside of Yes, there you go. I, that is, that I, is I, a I said, I tried to put a finger. Oh I was like, I okay, 
I'm done. I'm fast forward. I can't, y'all. I can't. There's no part of Jasmine and Gino's sex life that we aren't fully educated on, and I don't know if that's a bad thing or just a disturbing thing, or maybe both. I don't know. Like, I feel like we shouldn't know this. But again, if this, but we knew this from when she was on the show before. She's very open. We're going to know everything that is going through Jasmine's mind. It's just going to be verbalized, whatever she's thinking. But I'm just waiting to see how this goes because from the previews, it kind of looks like they aren't together, right? Like it yeah. definitely looked like Gino said he was sick of her. He said, F you. And, and Jasmine said to get out of her house. And it definitely looked like things were not going well, which is interesting. Yeah. Because so apparently Jasmine is cheating on her. On him, I'm sorry, with her ex. Obviously, right? Like, when yeah. I saw him pop up into the picture, that is exactly, I was like, so you wanted to live in the building with him? And did you notice when she described him, she used handsome, like, three times? Yeah. I was like, that, that's questionable for me. Because even if he is, he's your ex. So he's your ex for either one or two reasons. You wanted to not be with him or he wanted to not be with you. And I was like, it's sounding like he wanted to not be with you because you're still interested. Because yeah. usually when you decide to break up with someone, you don't always describe them as handsome, rich, educated, successful. You usually say, right, exactly. So there's a lot going on. There. If you're not interested in your ex, you're not going to say he's just boring when you're literally dating a wet rag. Like... <laughs> That's true, though, because that was the first thing I said, because she said that I, I didn't want to be with him because he's boring and he doesn't have the fire. And I was like, and Gino does? Yeah. Like, there, I don't, I have no problem with Gino, but Gino is not, like, the funnest person in the world, okay? Like, I remember him not even taking off his hat. Yeah. Like, taking off his hat was a lot for him. Like, can you imagine him going to a bar and getting drunk and having fun? Like, that's just <laughs> not Gino. So... I'm questioning how long, if she was cheating on him, how long do you think she had been cheating on him with this guy? And then maybe there are other guys too, because she's been in Panama this entire time. So if that's really what was going on, because and another thing, did you notice that her ex and Gino look nothing alike? I always question when someone, I you know, meet someone's ex and they look nothing like me. And I'm like, so your ex and I have nothing in common. So either you have a type or you're dating me for a specific reason. Yep. Right? Like, that's the first thing I think. So I'm thinking, I look at her ex, I look at Gino, they look nothing alike. And I'm like, so where's the disconnect here? Either you decided you're going to start dating a completely different type of man, yeah. or the ex decided he wasn't going to deal with you anymore. And then you found the next person that you could suck her into doing what you wanted. Right? That was kind of where my mind went. Is that what you guys were yeah. thinking too? Because you don't look anything like Gino. No, not at all. And if the ex is so rich, He's definitely not on the show for the money. No. So he was just like, yeah, I'll make an appearance with my super cute accent, with my super cute face, with my super cute everything. And she's going to tell everybody how super cute it is. But I'm boring. Completely but boring. Right. Gino, watching Gino just try to get her on the screen. He's like, Jasmine. It's like, there's the fire you're looking for. Get it, girl. I just can't. So I can handle. Right. Happen. Anyone who can handle Jasmine, I respect yeah. them. She's a lot of women to handle, and she has high expectations, yeah. and she wants what she wants, and she gets what she wants. And if you can handle that, I respect you, because there are men who Jasmine could bring to tears, Absolutely. right? Like, she is such a strong, feisty, 
woman, right? Like yeah. she could bring a man to tears, just dealing with her and trying to make her happy. That's a lot. So if you yeah. can keep her happy, I respect you. Cause like, honestly, I don't know if I can handle all of that type, all of that woman. I don't know if I can handle that. Yeah. Jasmine yeah. is a lot of woman to handle. I don't even know if I'm equipped yeah. to handle all that. It's, there's a lot there. That's a lot. All right, so let's talk about David and Sheila. So our very first ever fully deaf castmate, cast member on the show. So we're already used to reading the um, caption on the screen. So I was like, oh, we're just going to read everything. And he told us his story. And I really am rooting for him. I'm like really excited for him to meet with Sheila for the first time. They've been talking on the internet for two years. Okay, so for the first year, no money exchanged. Then the next year, um, her house burned to the ground. So he did send her $3,000. So I want to get your um, your take on that because, you know, we've heard much higher numbers in much shorter amounts of time throughout the show and on the spinoffs and seasons. So how do you guys feel? Like, I do feel like if she wanted to get more money out of David, she could have because I feel like David is a teddy bear. Like, right, he's, he's sweet. He wants to do what he can to help her. He's in love with her. So I feel like if she wanted more money, she could have gotten it. So I'm I'm on the fence to where it could be a real connection, you know? So I, I'm not gonna say that the $3,000 is a deal breaker. Usually when I hear I've sent them money, my eyebrow goes up and I'm like, eh, see now I'm not liking what I hear. But where do you guys stand? First of all, I love him. I love him. I hope, I, I wish him nothing but happiness. $3,000 <clears> over the course of a year, that's yeah. nothing. That is nothing. That's literally nothing. But her house being burned, her house being hit by a typhoon, then losing her job through COVID and all of that, that's so freaking sad. And if $3,000 helped her, more power to you. It would have been hard not to send more than that, honestly. Right. I think I was a fundraiser. Yeah, birthday, I'm in agreement with him. Happy birthday, Kendra Sunderland. Happy birthday, Kendra. Happy birthday, Kendra. <laughs> I'm in agreement with um with you guys. You know, he is, so far, he's my favorite one. Uh, and I know this is just the first episode. Yeah. And I am really rooting for them. Because she didn't ask for any money at all, yeah. I'm, I'm hoping, got my fingers crossed, that this is the real deal. Because usually they start asking for money within a couple of phone calls, you know. Um, and then I think I would have, did a fundraiser or i would have sent more money because she has a little boy yeah. um i think he's what 12. so mm -hmm. yeah and then it's showing um on the i think next week he actually flies out there and sees how bad it really is so he's seeing that she hasn't lied to him about it so yeah um i hope that so far he's my favorite one so far this season yeah i'm rooting for him and like you said when he flew over and he saw how bad the situation was, I think it became realistic to him and everyone at home that she yeah. could have asked him for way more money. She could have took him out and hung him out to drive because yeah. that house is unlivable. And I feel like yeah. if she was trying to use him, she would have used him and gotten a new place to say that's not what she's doing. Because yeah. she didn't even have a roof. When he walked in, he was like, this is way worse than I thought that she described to me. And she's only asked for $3,000 over the course of a year. So. I really have high hopes for him. I want him to find someone and I feel like he deserves that. When he said that he got lonely, even though that 
you know, he's living his best life. He does his, he goes to the bar. He does the things that he loves, but it still gets lonely. It hurt, hurt me in here because I was like such a good guy. He goes to work. He works two jobs. He does everything he's supposed to do. Why can't he have love? Why not? Right? Like, why can't he have that one thing and start his family, have his kids? I'm rooting for him. And I'm so glad to see all of these different representations of love. Like we're getting so many different representations. And now we're watching someone who is fully deaf, who is only communicating through sign language, who's falling in love with a woman who is partially deaf using headphones or using hearing aids. Mm -hmm. And they're connecting. And even though she can't speak sign language, they're still communicating and in love. I just love seeing this because back 10 years ago, I would say you couldn't date. Like if you don't know sign language and the person is deaf, it would never work. So now with the technology working in our favor, we're now seeing so many different ways for people to connect. Yep. When I was a bartender, I had two, well, I had four deaf customers. They were two couples and they, I loved them. They had more of a personality than everybody that walked through the door. And they were so fun to interact with. And I'm, I'm still angry with myself for not learning American Sign Language. I wish I had. I mean, I, I know the basics, but certainly not everything I should know. Um, mm -hmm. So fun. So, so I, I can see how that bartender connected with him because it was the same. I mean, I, I felt it in my soul. I just, I hope, I hope that the money he sent to her went to something really good and that he is able to, I don't know what he, you know, if, I mean, I realize he has two jobs, but I don't know what finances are like. I hope that he's able to do some kind of a fundraiser or something to get her some more money because she needs it. She truly. Yeah, or, or she, we can start a GoFundMe. Yeah. Like if they don't know about it, like we'll find them on um, Instagram. We'll, we can help. Like yeah. if we can help them get into the right place to start a GoFundMe, because she definitely needs somewhere for her and her son yes. to go with a roof. Like yeah. that's ridiculous. We definitely want to make sure now that we're aware of it, all the fans are aware of it. We'll all rally together yeah. and we'll try to make sure that that can be done. Obviously David is probably not able to do all of it. So we can help, right? Like we can help if there's something going on. The 90 day people, we're all a family. And I love that because we're a family. We all take care of each other. We welcome all the new people into the family and we treat everybody with respect. Yeah. So hopefully we'll be able to spread the word. If there isn't already something going on, they're fast. You yep. know, the fans might already beat us to it. There yep. might already be a GoFundMe page. Up so who knows? Probably. There's a little piece of me that wants to make sure that they work out, though, because if she hurts him, I'm going to be really sad. Yeah. Yes, me too. That's really going to break my heart. Yeah. yeah. I tweeted that I was like, if Sheila is taking advantage of David, we're going to have a problem. Yeah. Like, we're going to have a problem. And I don't know if I can go to Vietnam. I only have a passport. I don't have a visa. But we're going to have a problem. Okay. Like, we're going to have a problem. I'm just going to put it out there. Yeah. Don't take advantage of him. He is like a teddy bear. He would do anything for anyone. Just don't use him. Don't take advantage of him. Love him or leave him. Okay. Like, don't do anything else. Exactly. Exactly. So, I'm rooting for them. Let's talk about Tyree. So Tyree and Carmella. So this story, I mean, we found out that he was taking care of his mom. They're living in a one-bedroom apartment, and she had um, a stroke. And he's taking care of her, and he had to quit his job to do it full-time. So he was pulling at my heartstrings already. Yeah. Because I'm a mama's boy, okay? So yeah. a mama's boy, yeah. I would do the same. So he's pulling at my heartstrings, and every time he would talk about Carmella, there was just another red flag and they just kind of started smacking me across the face. Red flag, red flag, red flag. And he, I was like, wait, 
You only talked on Snapchat and never on the phone, never on FaceTime. And I was like, see, now you lost me because I have to see who I'm talking to or I won't even talk to you. Like, I have to know that you're real. I can't do fake or steal photos. Um, I can't do Instagram stories. I can't do um, whatever, Snapchat photos. You got to have a video call. And I was like, this is giving me catfish vibes. Like the whole time I was like, this is giving me catfish vibes. I watched enough catfish on MTV to know when you get some catfish vibes. And I was like, this is scaring me. Because he's all in. He oh, he didn't tell us how much money he sent her. Or can I say her? Because we found out that at the end of the episode it's him. So yeah. we don't know how much money he sent him or whatever. And that's kind of scary too, because it's been like a long time. It's been years. So how much let's let's take a poll. Let's do a guess and, and like put it out there. How much do you think it is? I'm gonna say they he said how long? Four years? Yeah. I'm gonna say yeah. ten grand at least. Ooh, that's what grand. I was- I was gonna say around ten, around ten thousand. Oh gosh! I mean, he did say he had a really good job. He was a claims person for an insurance company, so he had a good job. So this is very possible, right? Yes. It's just him. He's only taking care of himself. No kids. You know, this was very possible over that amount of time. I'm gonna go like five or six grand. Like when he didn't bring it up, that caught me. I was like, well, he didn't say. That's even more scary. Oh, um. 90 sips of tea reality says twenty thousand dollars they're going higher that's twenty thousand because this is the we know that this isn't just a love over there this is a freaking scammer period this guy is a scammer so he's taking him for everything he can so every cent he can suck out of this poor guy he did Mm. so probably it, it might be upwards of 20 grand Oh my gosh, this is so bad. Possible. This is not a day for Beyonce. I knew it when he said we've never video chatted, we've never talked on the phone. So I was like, you haven't heard her voice. Because I was like, even if you start on the phone first and then work up to video chat, you got to do both. But you got to do one or one then the other. You can't do none. When he said that, I was like, oh no, he lost me. I was like, this is not good. This is the beginning of every catfish episode, right? Like every time they say, we've never video chatted, I was like, oh, we're about to see what's really happening here. It's not even not even the same gender that you thought it was. Like, this is bad. And for that many years, I was like, for you to keep talking. And he was like, we talk every day. And I was like, for them to be that um, attentive to you, there's money. Yeah. There's money being passed because nobody is gonna just talk to you every single day for like hours a day for no reason. Yeah. Right there, there's no chance. So the idea that there's all of this time passing, all of these text messages, all of these messages, but no photos, no videos. I was like, how much money are we talking? Because I was like, this is not good. And I know he could use that money right now because he's unemployed, taking care of his mom. And I'm like, all that money that he could have used for him and his mom. Oh, it's just so crazy. He broke my heart. He absolutely broke my heart. I took care of my mom her last year and just watching him take care of his mama is like, and then she said, you know, she has other children and they're very close. And I just, to find out that somebody's scamming him just breaks my heart. He seems like such a sweet soul, just such a sweet soul, but good on production for going to them and saying, or going to him and saying, you know, we we busted our ass basically to make contact 
found out it's not. If you want us to delete this footage and never show it, we will. So yeah, but also I respected that because you know production could have taken that information and kept it to themselves, <laughs> and then just blew it. Like they would have recorded the moment when he found out on his own and then used it. So production was being very respectful because normally they'll take information like that and pretend like they don't have it and then set you up. Yeah. And then be like, okay, look, this is the person. And then the person will walk in and they'll make sure they're filming. So yeah. I do, like you said, I respect them a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So the fact too. that great. But I also have, I obviously we haven't seen it yet, but I have mad respect for him for pushing through, going, taking the trip. We know he doesn't have the money for it. He already said he's got to find it on a very tight budget, find, find this flight. He still goes there to confront this person. I cannot, I hope he just gets up and kicks his ass. The fact that the person showed up, right? Like the whole situation, have we ever really had a catfish situation on 90 Day? I was going back. Um, but I recall we haven't. Yeah, I, I, I can't remember one. Right, because even Maria um, from David, um, well, she was real. She wouldn't come on the show, but she was actually Maria. She was just taking the money or whatever, but she wasn't a guy or anything. It was actually her. And I believe there was another guy. Um, but the, right, so her, we yeah. know that it was her. Caesar. We don't Yeah, it was actually her because all we heard was her voice. We don't know if those were her real photos. That's true. That's true. We don't know any of that. But I also thought um, that David and what's her face, Maria in Ukraine, I thought she wasn't real when he was going to her yeah. flat tire, all that. I, I thought for sure that was a catfish. Me too. So actually be, it's going to be interesting. Right. This is the first time that it's not who they said they were. <laughs> and we have physical proof. Like they showed up to be filmed. Susie's right. Susie said Yolanda, and I forgot about that. The Williams. Oh yeah, Susie Yolanda. Right. Yes. 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 The Williams. He was a man from Nigeria. I forgot yeah. all about Yolanda. Susie, you yes. Nailed it. Thank you so much. Yeah, we forgot you. all about Yolanda and the Williams. She should have known that. No one's first name is the, and last name is Williams. <laughs> she should have known it. We figured it out, but she didn't. You're right. So this is going to be the second time. Yeah. Not the first time. Yep. But I think is a reason um, why they started digging into it is because um, he said they were talking for four years and they've never even face messaged and they're yeah. on Snapchat. Snapchat is everybody does Snapchat. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I think that right there even gave them a red flag because he said, well, not everybody likes to FaceTime. Everybody yeah. FaceTimes. Yeah. If you're a real person, Everybody does it. Yeah. I think maybe that is what um, gave uh, the producers red flags as well. And they look well, when, but Yeah, because when they start filming, they like to open the communication with the other person because they're eventually going to go over there and film them. When Right before you land, they go over and film them preparing for you to get there. So they were going to have to reach out to this person and get an address, get a location, get where they're going to go, what airport they're going to need to fly yeah. into to film this. So I'm assuming when they reached out to the number that he gave, which is weird because he had a number, but he said that they only talked on Snapchat. So how did, 
So was the phone number just there and he didn't call it? Like, I already have a lot of questions. So I'm glad that he decided to continue on because I, I want to hear more about this because I always feel like on Catfish, they make some of the stuff fake. Like yeah. some of the um, facts that they find and stuff is fake. Hey, pink snow kitten. And a lot of times it's not real and they want to do it for dramatic, um, dramatic reaction. But I want to see exactly how this transpired and like, how this person played him for this long but that's what i really want to know uh, i'm i'm actually concerned about it because he seemed he's you know he said he's insecure because of his weight and he's in, afraid of rejection and all of yeah. that stuff so his family doesn't even know they didn't know about this person he's never told them so now not only does he have to tell them you know look i've been in love with this woman for four years and i was getting ready to go to Barbados and see her. And now I just found out she's not even a her, she's a him and it's a total catfish. You know, he's got to come clean to his family because someone's going to have to take care of his mom while he goes. I mean, no, that just, that's so sad. So sad. And, and two, um, it showed us also that he throws his phone because someone tells him that the one that he thinks that he's been talking to is a call girl. Yeah. But I'm assuming that that was like a fake, that was like the photo or whatever they were using. Yes. Or well, maybe the guy. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to see how does this all come into, come into play. Like, maybe the, the guy knows the escort. So she was allowing, because he said that there was a video chat once, no, right? And she didn't talk. Asked her once and she said no. Or he asked her once, she changed the subject. So he just took that as a no is what he said. So they've never actually video chatted. Oh, wow. Nope. So yeah, maybe it's a random picture that the person is using and the picture it belongs to an escort or it could be the guy knows the girl personally. And because sometimes these catfish situations, the people are working together. Yeah. Like they'll have a female that will take pictures and record stuff for them to send to the guys to get the money and then they share the money. Yeah. Like you, I can't wait to know. Like, I'm super excited because we finally get a behind the scenes of what's really going on. Yeah. How this went on for four years is a long time to fool somebody, right? Like, I want to know all of the details of this, this, um, this situation and how they managed. And I want to know how much money, if how much money did they get out of this guy? Because we know Tyrae's, um, I think a teddy bear with a mustache is what they call him. <laughs> so it's like, he is a super sweet guy. He's going to help everybody who needs help. So I know that they have gotten him for a if lot. I, if I talk to somebody, for four hours i know where you grew up how many kids you have what your favorite food is if you have any allergies are you a day sleeper a night sleeper do you like sun or sunrises i'm gonna know all of that so over four years how you didn't i i need to see your face within the first 24 hours yeah. or or this is done like four years is just mind-boggling i know exactly to respond to comments on my videos for people that don't have a profile picture because <laughs> like that's because you're not even real it's like especially if you're dogging me i'm like you're not even real there's no picture i'm not even responding to that you know i don't either yeah i don't even take i don't even accept um a friend request like if you don't have a picture if you cannot have a a picture on a on a follow or a friend request no, no i'm not accepting it no <laughs> So there, there's like a bunch more people we haven't met yet. I don't know if you guys noticed, but there's like 
probably eight different people this season. That's a lot, right? Like I was doing the math. I was like, that's usually more than what we usually get, right? There was three couples we hadn't seen yet that are still coming. And what we are that equals? Five. Yeah, eight. Yeah. So like eight that's a lot. This is going to be crazy. So I wonder if some people aren't going to make it to the end. Like maybe um, there's not going to be a lot more Tyrell or Tyre footage or whatever, because I was like, why would we have seven to eight different people? Because they can't fit everybody in one episode because there's like, I think you said three more people we haven't even met yet. So there's going to, this is crazy. So I'm, I'm really excited and I don't know what to expect. Like the first episode, they really sent me for a loop when they, right at the end, when they told him what was going on and it was a catfish and it was a guy I was like this is crazy like this is I didn't even know what to do I was like sitting on the couch like it can't be over now like now I'm really hooked like it can't be over now I need to know what is going on now you know next week they're gonna skip Tyree they're not gonna give us anymore because that's how 90 day and TLC does we're gonna this week wait again yeah I feel like I don't know I I don't think we're gonna see a whole lot of Gino and Jasmine in my opinion I think we'll see them on a couple of episodes, but I don't think they're going to take up too much time. Their story is out. We already know that yeah. the visa is probably pending. It's just going to be long enough for Gina to come, find out there's an ex, there'll be a big fight, and then they're done. We won't see them till the tell-all. So I'm going to say this. I don't want to ruin anything for anyone, but I know that Jasmine is on United States soil. I'll just leave it at that. I know that, so we're going to have to see how that all plays out. But I know that she's been here since March. I was going to say, I noticed that on her Instagram, there was, she posted something and then it was gone within like 20 minutes. It was kind of a, oops, <laughs> I, that, I caught that too, but I wasn't sure what I was able to say. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to say too much. I don't want to ruin anything for anyone because we're just starting and I know you guys want to watch it as it happens. So yeah. you didn't notice it on there. You didn't notice it. I don't want to ruin it for anyone. So as we watch and it progresses, you will see what happens and where people end up. And I'm just, I'm just ready for it. Like I, this season really hit me with all the drama. I'm ready for it. And I like the other way, but I feel like before the 90 days is kind of in the running right now. Yep. Right? If y'all feel the yeah. same way. Like, no, <laughs> yeah. Uh, in my opinion, or my experiences from the other shows, that these couples I don't know. It just, it seems weird. What did we not see that Nicole and Mahmoud were supposed to be on this? Um, not before the 90 days. I yeah, we are talking about last week. Why would they be on before the 90 days if they were already married? Right. I think they're supposed to be on happily ever after. That makes way more sense. Yeah, as far as I I've heard happily ever after yeah not before the 90 days if we okay. did say that i think we were we were probably supposed to say um happily ever after okay. and that is already filming which is weird right i heard we, that we asked rachel about it because rachel was on before the 90 days oh we, that's what yep that's exactly what happened yeah, yeah happily ever after and that is already filming yeah and a lot of people said that they assumed that gino and jasmine were gonna film happily ever after when she got here but apparently the filming started while she was still in Panama. And then we'll leave it at that yeah. in case you don't, haven't been following her on Instagram. Or we'll leave it at that and we'll talk about that later on. I'm sure as the season progresses, we'll be able to talk about more about where people are and what they're doing. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know. I think it's going to be an interesting season. I love it so far. I absolutely love it so far. I, I, I'm, I've got my favorites, and then I have my least favorites, and then I have that I despise already. Yeah, so. I feel the same way. Like, I love David. I want Tyree to get his answers, yeah. you know? Like, I want him to know what happened and what's going on. And if there was money involved, give it back, yeah. right? Like, get that money back. That was so wrong. I hate it when people take advantage of people. And I have my, like you said, I have my favorites. I'm rooting. And then I saw the preview when they said what's more to come. And I'm even more excited about what we didn't yeah. see. Like, yeah. there's just so much. So... 90 Day is really killing it right now, guys. The franchise is doing great. Match Me Abroad, if you guys aren't watching it, that's good, too. Yeah. I was moving yeah. when it started, so I didn't get to start doing the show. But I promise when I get all these boxes unpacked and stuff, we're going to talk about that, too. I yeah. I watch every, every, I watch every um, season. Oh, season. Oh, Lord, I have mercy. Show. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm up so when you're ready. Yes, as soon I promise. I only have like a few more boxes left. The storage pod gets picked up in a couple of days. Everything is in the house now. So it's, it's, it's very soon. So I promise we're going to be talking about that. So that's it for this one. Um, we're going to come back tomorrow and we're going to talk about um, Love and Paradise because there's some drama going on like in real time with Love yeah. and Paradise. In case you guys haven't noticed, there's some drama with Scott yeah. um, and his living situation and some um, comments that are being made about them. So we're going to address that on there and kind of, you know, inform people who aren't aware of what was going on. Because he did a um, TikTok live with another um, blogger and they were talking about that. So we're going to dig into that and we're going to also finally see what's going on with um, Valentin in April because that's going to be a new topic coming up tomorrow as well. So thank you guys for joining us. This has been the Before the 90 Days season premiere podcast talk with my co-host Kara and Didi. We'll be back tomorrow because we are definitely talking about Love in Paradise. Thank you for watching with us and tweeting with me too. I think Didi, you were live tweeting with me, right? Yep. Kara, we got to get you on Twitter. Okay. Are you on Twitter? We got to get I'm you on there. I'm just not on there. Oh, okay. Yeah, because you know me, I probably tweeted out four or five hundred tweets last night or tonight. I like I was just every time I saw it, I was like my fingers were dancing. Like it was just crazy. Never on Twitter. Never. I go on there. Never. See, we're gonna get you on. Yeah, you get you on Twitter because I I'm addicted to it now. So I don't even get on Facebook anymore. It's Instagram and Twitter for me. So I don't even. Very rarely do I ever get on Facebook anymore. It used to be Facebook and Instagram, but no. All right. Yeah. We're going to get you on. I'm and gonna you can say what you actually want to say on Twitter, and you ain't got to worry about getting in trouble. Yep. That's true. <laughs> true. My real thoughts are on Twitter. If you want to know what my real thoughts are, they're on Twitter. Go check. <laughs> I All right, guys. Thank you for joining us. Um, We're going to talk to you guys tomorrow. I'm George Mossy, the George Mossy Show. Make sure you're following me at George Mossy on all social media platforms, um, on everywhere you get your podcasts. And follow my co-hosts, Kara and Didi, too. They're tagged in this video. And we'll talk to you guys really soon. Bye, guys. Bye. See you tomorrow. Bye. Bye.